David X. Hey. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I just saw you. Yes. It was weird. Right there in front of me. Yeah. 3D, everything. It was amazing. 8K. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It was yeah, it was like it was like better than 8K. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Full depth of everything. Yeah. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was good yeah, to see you. I, yeah. HDR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in stereo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quadraphonic. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the fidelity was amazing. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, the two of us uh, were at a, uh, I guess, a leadership some meeting. Yeah, and you you gave a nice presentation there that I unfortunately missed. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. It's not anything new for you, but um, uh, yeah, no, I got a I got a good response to it. I uh, it was basically about you know we're doing our our planning for the mm-hmm. for the coming fiscal year and for a variety of reasons. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of kind of anxiety in the system, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's like products going through changes and transitions, and platforms are being built, and all this other stuff. And um, everyone's like really strapped for mm-hmm. resources and really strapped for attention. And uh, so I gave a talk. You know, I don't know, Dave, if you ever had this experience of like you kind of whip something together really quick and it lands way better than you thought it was gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I wish that happened more often, but yeah, I know <laughs> I what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but this one was, a uh, uh, anyway, so I gave this talk about, <clears throat> um, uh, identifying, uh, what we call the puffer fish behavior, you know, mm-hmm. where so- somebody asks you to do something or somebody confronts you with a fact that you don't like, and, uh, you kind of immediately jump to, uh, all the list of reasons why they're wrong or yeah, uh, yeah. fight or flight. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and often just asking folks, um, interrogating them about their worries, mm-hmm. um, is a nice way to kind of deflate that or even interrogate yourself about your worries to kind of deflate mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, so somebody tells me something about the, whatever, uh, Linux is dead. I'm like, okay, my first reaction is to like dress you down. But, um, mm-hmm. if I just sit with it, be like, well, okay, why do you think Linux is going to die? Like what, mm-hmm. what brings you to that? And then like, and then hopefully you can kind of pivot to like a more productive conversation. Um, anyway, so you can do that with yourself. You can do that with other people. Um, and so the kind of central thesis was just the idea that, um, pivoting towards curiosity when you're confronted with that fear or fight or flight, um, mm-hmm. usually you get, you're better served if you kind of intentionally focus on like curiosity about what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, like there's a book that I read called uh, Pumped Up, where if you look at the um, the physiological differences between anxiety and excitement are almost identical, mm-hmm. and so if you can convert anxiety into excitement, like mm-hmm. getting pumped up to do something, it's like I get to give a presentation or whatever. Mm-hmm. It it's meant to like help you uh, that way, and that's why. You know, they say it's like you see like uh, Michael Phelps and all these pro athletes like listening to their noise canceling headphones before they perform. They're they're listening to their favorite music to get themselves all pumped up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so when you were, w- mm-hmm. when you were talking about puffer puffer fish, I, I mm-hmm. thought you were going to talk about um, that. It's now puffer fish are now legal in China. Really? Yeah, because. 
Well, not all puffer fish, uh, and I'll put a link in the show notes, but um, but it's because uh, the crafty Chinese, they have figured out a way to breed a non-poisonous puffer fish. Oh, that's – why? okay, I don't know. Now I'm going to be curious about why you would want a non-poisonous breed of puffer fish. Well, the puffer fish, that's like you go to Japan and that's like the macho thing to eat, right? Oh, Where it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, yeah. And then here it's like it's like boneless chicken uh, in the United States, where it's like <laughs> you eat it all day and you don't have to chew it that well, and you know you'll be fine. But, so, but Puff- anyhow, yeah, <laughs> pufferfish uh, of the <laughs> so pufferfish of the boneless chicken of China is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is, right. uh, and so for just in time for Lent coming up, it's you know, yeah, nice, excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of getting pumped up, sounds like uh, Cleveland got itself pumped up. Yes, yes. So that those uh, people at the uh, Cleveland Chamber of Commerce are at it again. So <laughs> yeah, um, they're like partying like like crazy right now because they just won, uh, or they were just named the fifth best American city for nightlife in a, a brand new report that's out. By what measure? Yeah. So that so that's where exactly, and and I think this is like. Dave and Gunner fun with math segment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the metric that they used, and it was for some sort of apartment website or something like that, they compared the ratio of people to the number of music spots, bars, breweries, and clubs to come up with their results. Ah, okay. All right. That's actually not, not a bad measure, I guess. Yeah. So like if you had like New York City, you have a ton of people and much fewer like bars. And same with LA and all that. Whereas you go to like, Cleveland, there's like a lot of bars and there's like nobody left in Cleveland. So, you know, it's, yeah. So I don't know if that's a, you can go to a bar by yourself and be in an empty bar, I guess, but, um, there you go. So I wonder why they couldn't just, it seems like that's a lot of math to do when you could just be measuring the alcoholism rate. Yes. True. True. That's, yeah. we'll have to add that. Uh, we'll put that in the suggestion. (laughs) I wonder if those are correlated. (laughs) They could be. Yeah. And, I also think that uh, the um, Cleveland Chamber of Commerce people aren't going to give their the award back, though. They're, they're happy with this metric, and they'll, yes. they'll take it. But yeah. they still didn't uh, – they, they beat out Pittsburgh, but uh, uh, number one um, is uh, St. Louis, Missouri, which I guess you think about all the breweries there with Budweiser and all that. Um, and I don't know if it's they count that as a single brewery or like volume of beer produced. I don't know. Well, I wonder why, I mean, it seems like when I was in New York anyway, it seemed like every five guys had their own bar. So right. like, I want, like, I'm wondering how the, well, I guess, I guess it's just not as not, I guess Cleveland's got a bar for every three folks. Yeah. Well, you, you also have like, you know, every guy has a bar on the first floor and then there's like 30 floors on top of it filled with <laughs> apartments and people. Oh yeah. 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 That's fair. Yeah. Where yeah in yeah. Cleveland, it's like the bar and then like maybe one or two floors above it. Yeah. 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 I guess that makes sense. Okay. All right. I'm sold. Yep. Well, congratulations, Cleveland, and, and especially the Cleveland Chamber of Commerce. Nice work, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Keep up the great work. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, so in the show this week, what are we what are we talking about, Dave? Yeah. So, uh, so some familiar, some new stuff we're mm-hmm. going to cover. So Walmart, we're going to cover Amazon, uh, Spanish phrases we should be using, and also AI-generated phrases uh, we should be using, maybe. Love it. Oh, that's yep. fantastic. All right. Um, and so on a cutting room floor this week, 
I really we were laughing before I hit record about the uh, the album covers for Animal Bands. Yeah, got to see that. So good. So yeah, good. and it's it's such a cross section of of genres that you could apply to this. It's good. It's definitely worth checking out. What what else do we have? Uh, yeah, so generating music uh, using the Fibonacci sequence, and uh, we're also uh, Jan Mark Holzer, uh, friend of the show uh, and and former uh, guest host. Um, what he he showed me a uh, progress bar that you could add to see how much life you have left, <laughs> like on your laptop. Well, you put it on your laptop, but it's it's for how long you have left. Like in this <laughs> so it's very on mark sort of thing. Right? Yeah, it is a very yeah, that's very on brand for Yon Mark. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. I'm not gonna install that. I yeah. don't think. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's talk about mindfulness. I mean, that that makes you remember what's important, right? When you're like. Um, you know, down to 20%, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it has like sudden drop-offs, you know, you can like yeah. go to bed and then you wake up and you're suddenly at 80%. You're like, what, what, what happened? That's a dark mirror episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, or maybe, yeah, after or you can see the immediate consequences of visiting Cleveland, I guess. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. From the bars <laughs> you have all to yourself. That's yes. right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Why don't we start with uh, Walmart? Yeah, well, before we do that, oh. to see the pictures of all the animal band album covers, where do they need to go? Oh, uh, they need to go to dgshow.org. That's uh, D as in Dave, G as in Gunner, show.org. Yep. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's great. And so with Walmart, um, so have you read a lot of patent applications yourself? I can't say that. I don't make a habit of it, no, no. Okay, because, like, is it always the case that when people do patent applications that they use like stick figures with the smiley faces and stuff like that is that like part of it i or am was... i am familiar with this yeah so yeah so walmart they um they submitted a patent application uh it's called a system and method for a biometric feedback cart handle so what what you could do is like you know how you have your shopping cart mm -hmm. at the store mm -hmm. um whenever you're holding on to the shopping cart it can get your biometric data and then be able to send that off to a server to um, collect, you know, whether your your pulse rate is up and and you know temperature is up and all that, and it's used as a way to uh, minimize fights at Walmart. So they could they could predict when something bad is going to happen by the biometric, you know, if there's a hot spot of, of pulse activity in a certain area, um, they could send a store associate over to uh, help them out. That so did not go in the direction I was thinking. <laughs> Yeah, heart, heart, heart rate, palm temperature, grip force, and walking speed. Wow. That's great. That's yeah, what great. were you expecting? I, I was thinking, you know, uh, you know, somebody telling somebody they got a fever and they ought to go visit the uh, the medicine aisle and get some aspirin or something like that. Like that's, oh, that's, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that. I thought, I thought they were trying to sell us something. But um, – so I think it's interesting that Walmart spent that much – apparently Walmart fighting is such a thing that Walmart feels compelled to now develop solutions for the problem in their shopping carts. Yeah. Yeah, and one, one quote from the article, uh, it says, I'm not sure whomever wrote this patent has ever been in a Walmart fight. <laughs> <laughs> because they, they – I think if you're in a Walmart fight, you're probably going to eventually let go of the cart and you know get down to fisticuffs or, or whatever you do in a Walmart fight. Yeah, that's right. I, from my experience in Walmart fights, uh, they come without warning. 
uh, there is, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's everything is fine. And then suddenly everything is not fine. And everybody's fighting over, um, over the last, uh, uh, over the last doll. Right. Right. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the last date, last TV. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So that's Walmart. Yep. Um, you ready to move over to uh, Amazon? Let's do it. Okay. So let's look at the other end of the spectrum. Um, so do you, did you do any, uh, new year's resolutions? Uh, I had some New Year's intentions. Mm-hmm. Let's call it, let's call it that. I wouldn't call them resolutions. It's a little pushy. Yep. I'm a little gentler with myself, so I I have some. I brought some intentions. So like uh uh around like my running regimen, for example. So I'm going to work out more. That kind of mm. thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. So for for people that uh, you know, like a lot of times it's like they want to work out more for mm-hmm. New Year's resolution and everything. And but you know, why waste your money when you uh, by going to a gym and, and paying somebody to work out in their, their facility when you could just be one of those Amazon delivery people and get a workout that way. Oh, I see what they did there. Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah. So Amazon's PR department, uh, touted the story of a woman who allegedly lost a ton of weight for, uh, working for its flex delivery service. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. So yeah, she, she, uh, Lost uh, 100 pounds in 18 months by creating a workout while delivering packages. Ugh. I mean, good for her, I guess. But uh, yeah. how? That's gross. <laughs> Just that's not great. That's well, not speaking great. of gross, um, mm-hmm. in a re- in related news, a little while ago, Lyft um, they touted the story of a pregnant driver who picked up a passenger while having contractions on the way to the hospital. Hmm. Yeah, that's not great. That's not great that that happened. Then it's and you shouldn't be bragging about that. Yeah, you shouldn't be bragging about it. Too bad that that lady has to, you know, pick up a fare on the way to the hospital to deliver a child. <laughs> right. So it's like, wow. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. unions, man. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> we we solved this problem once. I think we might have to go go back to that again. Yeah, it's the pendulum keeps swinging. Yeah. Um, yeah, and more more Amazon news though. Um I there's a lengthy article, uh I forget where I saw it. Oh, it was in The Verge. Um that was interesting where, you know, like a lot of the money that is made by Amazon on their storefront is not made by products that are sold by Amazon. They're they're like sold by the Amazon marketplace where mm-hmm. sort of like eBay where somebody could stand up a storefront and be able to sell stuff and sometimes Amazon will fulfill it out of their warehouse. So you, you drop ship uh stuff to their warehouse and they ship it all out mm-hmm. or you could ship it yourself. Um but this article is just fascinating in terms of um all the the like backhanded dealings that uh rival Amazon um, marketplace sellers do to knock each other out in 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 the um, marketplace. Huh. Okay. Oh, right. Because they're all competing. Like if I'm selling a can of beans and you're selling a can of beans, um, right. it's going to be kind of cutthroat competition, right? Which is probably exactly how Amazon likes it. Right. So it's okay. yeah, it's a race to the bottom for price, and mm-hmm. and so instead of getting squeezed on margin. What I would do is I would hire a bunch of bots to generate a bunch of five-star review for the beans that you're selling mm-hmm. so that it triggers the the analytics on the Amazon side to get your store banned. Oh, I see. Oh, that's even more clever than I thought. So it's not just yeah. pumping up my own. It's actually 
using weaponizing Amazon's kind of curation of the marketplace. Yes. Yeah, and it's and the thing is, is that it's ruthless to get back in Amazon's good graces, where um, the way it works is it it's like they're going to err like heavily on the side of the buyer, which is great for the consumer. Um, but the seller can get like blacklisted and suspended and have their account frozen. So their cash gets frozen, their, their inventory gets frozen. And if they have like employees and they're trying to make payroll and everything, it's like they may not be able to make payroll. And so what happens then is that if you get your account frozen, you need to reach out to the, the Amazon technical support people. And it's often like, overseas and it's it seems like you're talking to a bot but it's really a human being but the human being on the amazon side can only pick between like five different responses that are canned and so a lot of times they may just like ask for more information to like reset the clock so they don't get in trouble whoa yeah that's dystopian (laughs) well and and so there's a whole that there's actually amazon seller lawyers that are out there really yeah, and you could actually buy um, uh, the, the the Amazon library uh, featuring Amazon Law Volume 1. Uh, it's only $95 off of Amazon.com. Um, you could buy it, <laughs> ironically. That, that, um, and you could this, – this lawyer, you could – like, for instance, you could uh, hire her uh, or him, and it's like $2,500 to do an appeal, and then they will fast-track it for you. And and five thousand dollars if you want it expedited, and a lot of times you want it to be expedited because you got to make payroll and you know right. assets frozen and all that stuff, and you don't want to go out of business. Wow. So I mean, this is uh, so like this is why we have a government, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is the role of, of a government is to like adjudicate commercial disputes. But I guess if all the commerce is happening on the Amazon platform then Amazon is the government with the power to, uh, with the power to destroy, uh, someone's mm-hmm. store. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, there's like in the article, it talks about the different things and like, uh, like there's another one too, the phony fires where what they'll do is I'll, I'll buy your can of beans and then I will set it on fire and then I will take a picture and then claiming that, that this, can of beans that I bought from you exploded and caught on fire. Oh, it's diabolical. Yep. So like suspend, then the, then your account would get, uh, suspended for safety claims. Jeepers. Jeepers. Um, I guess, is there any reason why Amazon doesn't actually have its own militia at this point? I'm kind of <laughs> like, I'm kind of taking this <laughs> to its logical conclusion. Like eventually Amazon is going to need an armed security force that can enforce uh, company policy. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's like start selling a competing can of beans and suddenly the guys with the truncheons show up and <laughs> yeah. Well, they have already have their judiciary system, right? With yeah. the, uh, the, 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 the people that with the five can responses that they could choose from. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It says that they have to process one claim every four minutes. Whoa. And if, and if they rein, reinstate somebody who get later gets suspended, it counts against them. Yeah. So they're incentivized to not, um, you know, like once you're out to keep you out. So this is, so Dave, you know, the term monopsony, right? Mm-mm. 
So this is the this is the inverse of a monopoly. A monopsony is like a like a like a Walmart or an Amazon where you hold not the customers in thrall, but you hold the vendors in thrall. Mm, okay. Right. Got so it. like so like Walmart, you could maybe not technically a monopsony, but kind of monopsony like behavior would be Walmart going in and uh, forcing all of its vendors to implement RFID tags. Right. Right, and because of their purchasing power, they have the they have that kind of influence over them. Um, and I'm seeing something very similar over here on the Amazon side. Uh, good rule of thumb is if if your company has created a court, you're probably a monopsony. <laughs> <laughs> Alexson's law. Yeah, that's right. What yeah. law are we up to? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says, uh, yeah, the only way back from a suspension is to confess and repent. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you didn't think you did anything wrong, it mm-hmm. Amazon does not like to see finger pointing. Yes, yes, it kind of makes me think of a like a Maoist style uh, self criticism, right? Right, <laughs> right. That's what I. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've seen this before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yuck. Uh, yep. All right, um, that's depressing. Um, so I. I Moving along, I, I liked how you, uh, you you identify these essential Spanish phrases because I'm I'm actually trying to learn Spanish now. It's in my oh, good. Uh, in my Duolingo uh, rotation. So what uh, what Spanish phrases have you have you got for me here? Well, and that's where you know with with having Camille on on the show, uh, mm-hmm. she's picking up Spanish too. So mm-hmm. this she can uh, tune in uh, to get these too. So yeah, nice. um, so here uh, you translate it for me. Okay. Uh, del arbol siado todos hacen leña. Uh, everyone makes firewood from a fallen tree. Yes, exactly. So these, these are, this, that's one of 20 phrases that you should be using. Uh, so it's basically, um, if you're already down and having a bad time, that's when everybody tries to take advantage of you. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yep. I like that. Yeah. Very true. Okay. You ready for the next one? Yeah. 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 Okay. Tirar la casa por la ventana. Uh, throw the house out the window. Yep. Very good. Very good. Yeah. So that's basically if you're going all out for something and you're sparing no expense, um, that's the, the, your choice of idiom in Spanish. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's basically to say you're pulling out all stops. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yes. You're in fact, I'm going to the house out the window. That's yeah. right. I'm going to use, throw the house out the window. I'm just going to use that by itself. I don't need that in Spanish. I'm going to say that in English. That's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I'll give you one more, and then you can check out the other 17. But um, here we go. La gala del nadar es saber guardar la ropa. Uh, the, the trick or the art of swimming is about keeping your clothes secure. That's exactly right. All right. Yeah, the art of swimming is knowing <laughs> where to keep your clothes secure. So <laughs> So it's basically if you're entering into a risky deal or taking on something new, um, that's that's the key is making sure you know where your clothes are secure. Yes, that's good advice. Yeah. So there's 17 more in there. Check out the show notes. Nice. And uh, and I guess to, go, to close, we got we got some AI uh, fortunes for people. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yep. yep. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Which one was your favorite? Did you have a favorite? Uh, oh, let's see. Uh, success is a powerful excuse, (laughs) (laughs) which I I think given this sort of, uh, you know, like the West coast sort of, uh, you know, 
and anything goes uh, sort of way. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's believable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. My favorite was uh, others enjoy your solitude. <laughs> Which, yes. <laughs> which is because it's a joke, and then there's another joke right behind it, right? It's you gotta you gotta kind of settle into the joke. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so yeah, some of them are some of them are kind of genuinely good, and then other ones other ones are uh, surreal. Weird. Yeah, they're just weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I like happiness it. Happiness is a pleasant surprise. <laughs> That's right. So I like how they got the, the. What's beautiful about it is they got the tone exactly right. Right, they yes. got the the formula and the cadence of the fortune cookie uh, 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 phrasing just exactly. It's, it's spot on. Did a yeah. great job. It, your pain is the essence of everything and the value of nothing. That's super true. That's deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So folks, if, if folks want to explore their pain, uh, what website we would like them to go visit? Now is not the past. Um, no, we want to we want to send them to uh, dgshow.org. So D's and Dave, G's and Gunner show.org. So plenty. They got to see the show notes. They got to see the pictures of the uh, the album covers and get some of these fortunes. Uh, um, yeah, there's plenty of good ones in here. That's great. That's great. All right, my progress bar from the rest of my life is ticking down. Uh, so uh... All, right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, we'll see everybody later.